Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Hopefully you're all well, wherever you are. Hope you had a good weekend. Welcome back to the Working Week. Marvellous Monday. Thanks for joining. A few of the early birds are already out and about. Good to see. Mick, good morning. How are you, mate? Fabulous to see you. Oh, exciting times. Exciting times, Alison. <laughs> I'm sure it'll go awesomely well. Uh, I saw a few photos and, uh, yeah, pretty sweet, hey? Pretty cool. Can't wait to see a few of your uh, few of your uh, other photos in the uh, Facebook group. Uh, we're all jealous, that's for sure. Looks like an amazing spot. Well done. Well done. Well done. Kumi, good morning to you. Well, folks, another week. And uh, I thought we might uh, talk about a few things today. Is the market on the turn? Maybe that. Uh, maybe there's some early indicators that things are sort of, you know, starting to get a little run on. Uh, we shall see. We shall see. We'll talk about that in a minute. Do some little uh, intros as we normally do. Jason Witten's my name. If you didn't already know, most of you do. But if you're brand new, if you're new, if you haven't been here before, say a bit of a hello in the chat. Give us a shout out. Let us know where you're coming in from. Where do you live in this fabulous world of ours and uh, what are you up to? Let us know. Have a few people all over the place dialing in from here, there and everywhere. Morning, Danny. Great to have you here, mate. Thanks for joining. We do this uh, little catch-up each day of the week, about 10 past 8. We have a bit of a chat about what is going on in the world of property investing Try and stay on top of it. Get a few of the uh, facts sorted out from fear and uh, make sure we keep our eye on the prize, folks, because we've got a couple of sayings around here. You guys know this. This thing's a marathon, not a sprint. The idea is to buy a good property or five, a good property or five, and bloody keep them like what Alison's doing. Today, she's buying a good one. It'll settle today. And that's a keeper. That's a keeper. Keep that for as long as you can. Matter of fact, keep it forever. Now, forever is a long time, fair enough. But if you're not prepared to keep your properties at least 15 to 20 years, you're not an investor. You're what I call a good time Charlie. And you shouldn't be property investing. Go play in the, stair, the, the stock market. If you want in and out, that's a better place to be, let me tell you. Property is not that. But anyway, that's what we do. Welcome along. If you're new, say hello. If you're a regular, say hello anyway. Why not? Morning, Jenna. And uh, morning, Luke. Sunny Geelong. I'm I'm glad Geelong's sunny. Gold Coast is a bit overcast. I'm uh, hoping the sun will pop out a bit later on. So let's talk about is the market on the turn? Are we seeing something going on out there in the world of uh, the property market? And uh, is something happening? Because we have had... A few things go on. We've had 12 interest rate rises in a row, right? Okay. Interest rate rises. Interest rates have gone from sort of 2% to, you know, 6 to 6.5% as property investors. That's pretty chunky. Um, and the market has been a bit subdued. In the meantime, though, that was sort of our number one issue going on. In the meantime, we've had plenty of things happen uh, on the, let's call it the 
It's always hard to call it positive when negative things happen, but on the pressure side, so the demand side or the supply side, what, what, what's happened on the supply side? Let's do this. Let's do this, actually. On the supply side, we've had some real issues um, which by default give property prices or put property prices under pressure. Number one, supply um, has gone down significantly. We've had over 2,000 builders uh, and our construction uh, people go broke, right, or liquidate. It is very, very sad state of affairs, team. Most of you know, most of you know that. Um, and the ability for builders to finance, um, you think it's been difficult for us as property investors to finance. Well, try and be a builder or a developer at the moment and try and get your projects up and out and going. Um, you have to sell these projects at, um, you know, uh, you have to price the project kind of two years in advance and you're very nervous about your supply chain, your, your pricing, uh, and then, you know, you've got to, you got to sell these properties for a pretty significant amount, maybe a fair bit above, you know, today's market value to try and hedge your bets. And a lot of projects are not stacking up, right? So finance is a challenge. Builders going broke. Supply chain is an issue. Interest rates have gone up, put pressure on us as, as owners, but uh, it's paused for the moment, paused. And uh, will we see interest rates go down? Uh, I don't know uh, that we will see. Well, I don't think we'll see interest rates go down this year, but I certainly believe we will see them go down next year. But on the other side, on the pressure side, population going absolutely gangbusters, folks. Vacancy rate, um, uh, vacancy rate low, population up, and infrastructure spending and jobs doing pretty good, right? Uh, so what's that doing to the market? Let's find out. Well, we can see, um, and this is uh, property track, and depending on which uh, bit of data you look at, and that's why I like to look at heap, like lots of different data, lots of different data, folks, uh, you can see, you can start to see the house price growth index from uh, uh, realestate.com. RP data has got a similar version. But the, the marketplace overall, now it's massive, the, you know, the whole marketplace, the general marketplace uh, selling prices have turned instead of reducing or the rate of growth reducing, the rate of growth is increasing. And that's good news uh, for us as property investors, even under pretty significant stress. Obviously, I mean, if you look at this line here, you could sort of see the interest rates kind of go this way uh, as this has come down, right? Now, one thing that I always like to have a look at is a, a very cool uh, website called SQM Research. I don't know if anyone knows SQM Research, but it's fantastic and it really helps look into the future and go, well, will this continue? What's the go? What's the momentum here? Because Often this data is from the past. Now, the challenge with past data is it can be quite old. You know, sometimes that past data can be, you know, six months old, three months old, or even one month old. The one month old stuff is probably okay, um, but this is past data. What can we do to look into the future and go, is there 
future data floating around to have a bit of a look at. Well, one of the things that's pretty interesting if you drill into it is to find out is there discounting or the asking price. I should have sort of set this up a bit, but the asking price. So a property goes on the market for sale and and not it um, uh, goes on the market for sale and you list that property for a certain price. Now, you as a vendor, you won't be selling uh, unless there's a strategic reason to, but if you were selling a property and you listed the price, would you like to get more than the asking price or less than the asking price? Chuck that in the chat for me. You know, and if anyone's ever sold a property before, you know, there's certain strategies and bits and pieces to get the maximum price, auctions and whatever. But if it's just a normal way of selling a property, tell me, if you listed it for 600, do you want to get 610 or do you want to get 590? Um, put that in the chat. What do you think? Like, you know, what would you, you, you want to get more, you want, you'd love to get much more, right? Um, and so that is an indicator for many of us if you have a think about what's going on in the world of property, the asking prices of properties for sale are often a leading indicator, a leading metric to market movements, right? The asking price will show up as the sale price, okay? Are you following along? Uh, maybe I should go quickly just here and have a look, right? So first part, oh, let's have a look at this. This is kind of cool. Um, number one is the asking price, asking price. Number two is the sale price, okay? the sale price, so the asking price, the sale price, and then that turns into the actual um, uh, sale data, and then that goes into whatever. It's usually a state database, uh, database, and then we get to see it, and it probably shows up in RP data or, or something like that, right? So the asking price from start to finish from a sale point of view might uh, be three to six months before the data shows up over here, okay? It might be a long time before that data shows up in, shows up over here, okay? Three to six months. So the leading information, the leading indicator, let's say three months earlier can be garnered can be looked at to see if the market's moving in a certain way from the asking price to the sale price or thereabouts, okay? Um, and it depends on the speed of information and whatever, but that's how long it can take, folks. That's how long it can take. So what are we looking at? We see, all right, well, we see some data here, a bit of the market on the turn. Let's go and have a look at what's going on with asking prices, asking prices of markets and you can see a little bit of data this is the first rate rise started here uh, and this says less than the asking price so people were the the number of people selling properties for less than the asking price were going down over 20 21 and 22 um, and the the people asking or getting more uh, then the asking price were going up and up you know, got to around about 40% of properties listed 
achieved more than the asking price, okay? So that was quite interesting. So when you have a look, market turned, interest rates went up, people started to sell for less than they were asking, a little bit of discounting. It wasn't massive, wasn't massive, folks, wasn't massive, but it started to occur. Now, what have we seen of late? That's going down. This is slightly going up. Is there a turn? Is there something happening? Let's have a look at that. Let's have a look at what might be going on and see if there's any indicators. Let's go and have a look at what happened in January 23 and across the cities. The percentage, let's say, let's have a look at uh, Sydney. All right, Sydney, 50% of the properties were sold for less than the asking price in January 23. Now, June 23, 37, um, and then 48% of those now sold above the asking price, folks. 52 in Melbourne, above the asking price. So when you get, um, into that section, you know, um, that might be a market that's starting to get a run, right? You, you think you get a bit of a feel for, for that idea, that marketplace, right? Have a look at Greater Brisbane. Greater Brisbane's kind of, uh, you know, uh, balancing out, okay, at this moment in time, June 23. And you can see as you go down um, these markets, you know, maybe neutralised, and these ones, you know, starting to struggle maybe because they could be regionalized, okay? The regional locations are starting to struggle a little bit when it comes to the sale price. So there you go. What is the indicators that we can see? Early signs are pretty good, right? Pretty good. Yes, the market might be turning. And I'm going to show you in a minute SQM research, right? Regions with the largest percentage of sales above asking price. Well, where's performing better than others? Well, check this out. Perth is doing great, you know. And we'll, and if you take a look at the stats, I've, I said this 12, 18 months ago, two years ago, Perth uh, had some great value when it came to the average house price and the average rental yield. Uh, it hadn't kicked off yet economically. It still had some lockdown issues, but it's starting to get its mojo on. Mining's back, jobs are back, and Perth, technically a big mining town. Uh, should you invest in Perth? Well, that depends on your strategy, but it's certainly, you know, in the top few here when it comes to the market that is moving along. Toowoomba, just outside of Brisbane. Mandra, again, is, is WA, you know, those, all the red ones. Uh, and then you're seeing sort of Ipswich, Brisbane, Logan, um, you know, so where's the market that's got the most momentum? Well, those affordable markets uh, in those places which have got lots of jobs um, are pushing some of those prices, whether house prices or, or the housing market construction is down, all right? So interesting. All right, so what do we do? We take a bit of this information and we have a look at the weekly data. So we, we've, we've gone back and we've had a look at sort of some things that have happened over a, a six-month period. That's six months, right? Um, and then we have a little look at sort of, again, you know, another, you know, six-month window saying, okay, well, there's a bit of a trend, a bit of a rolling data. Again, another six-month window. Can we get ahead of this and can we look at the information earlier which is kind of weekly. Now, weekly is quite volatile, obviously, um, but let's see if we can. And I like to have a look at a bit of information on a website, which is called SQM Research, if you can see up the top here. 
Um, go find it out. It's pretty good. You can find the free property tools, which is awesome. And you can see uh, over on this side, and that's all. this is all houses, and then you've got um, uh, all apartments, uh, a slower uh, rise in that section. And this is the capital city average, folks. So we saw, you know, in here we had a good run, you know, 20 and uh, a bit more in 21, flattened out with the interest rate rise as a bit of a shock and then um, has started to go up. So in the last few weeks, we've started to see that average house price rise again, ladies and gents, average prep. So these are weekly asking prices, right? Remember, so remember what we talked about before, if we talked about weekly asking prices, so weekly asking prices, let's do this, put that back, weekly asking price. So remember, the weekly asking price over here, the weekly asking price turns into the sale price, that turns into the sales data, and that could take anywhere between three and six months to show up in our databases uh, and, you know, the the uh, newspapers to jump up and down about it and so on. So as us as property investors, maybe we're sort of keeping the eye on some early information to see, okay, what's going on, all right? Now, for all of us, is this uh, useful? Yeah, it is useful, just... It's good to know about the market, good to know what's going on, um, but I wouldn't be using it, you know, as a strategy to decide to buy or not buy. Now, you guys know you guys know the drill. You buy when you can, get hold of it because over a 15 to 20-year period, you know, trying to time the market is just fool's gold. It's a stupid idea. Dumb, right? If you can borrow and you can buy a really good property, you should. You should just get it, right? Um these people who sit around waiting for the perfect timing, it's ludicrous. It's silly, okay? Get on with it. Build your portfolio. Anyway, so let's have a look at rents. Are they still going up? Well, interesting about rents as well. So let's have a look at what's happening in the rents. They've absolutely gone um, fantastically, and they needed to. Have a look how flat they were for like ever, okay? Uh, and then they even went down a bit in uh, in the COVID world, right? Um, and now we're seeing the rents go up a little bit, okay? Um, uh, but the rent, you know, it's just flattening out right now, okay? Nothing nothing untoward in there. Houses, you know, combination, you know, um, apartments. What we are seeing is the world of units and apartments getting a little bit more attention because of one thing. Tell me, folks, in the chat, what do, what do you guys see? Um, what what do you think? Why would apartments and um, get a little bit more attention at the moment than houses? Also, in actually price and um, uh, rent. Tell me, what do you what do you guys think? Why would the apartments be getting a little bit more attention? So you can see here um, on the SQM research, you can get lots of drilled down data. You know, ten year rolling data. Yeah, it's more affordable. It, they're right, Luke. Seven-year rolling data. Check out the three-year change, the twelve-month change in uh, in rents. Pretty uh, pretty amazing. Um, so rolling quarterly change is kind of like the 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 average that you want to look at. 
because that's really the one that's kind of like, all right, we've got a bit of mojo on. So it's still got some upwards data, upwards momentum, and you can check different places. Let's go, let's go check Sydney, you know, um, and you go, okay, what's going on? You know, Sydney's still got rolling data, you know, and have a look in here. The units are getting some attention, team. So the units are getting some rental attention. Uh, and because of the affordability factor, right? Okay, that, that makes sense, right? Melbourne, let's go and have a look what's going on with Melbourne. Uh, again, you know, the unit's getting a bit more attention. Um, houses maybe becoming a little uh, little unaffordable when it comes to the average rental. So that's good news and it's great to see as a property investigator, right, where do I find out this information? Where can I uh, grab some some? Long will it take to um, you know come to fruition? Come to fruition. So, is the market on the turn? Not enough info just yet, but early signs are there for sure. Uh, certainly, when combined with a bunch of other things, ladies and gents, I think we're going to get a small amount of momentum just because there's so much undersupply, so much pressure on the marketplace. There's there's a possibility that interest rates might go up one or two more times. Um, there's a bit of murmuring going on about that. I think that uh, is right now in my call, ego-based and political-based rather than actual proper economy stuff. But, you know, I'm not an economist and I'm not, I'm not in there every day. But um, what does that mean to us, team? What it means to us is if they go up a bit more, they'll come down a little bit quicker. If they do go up a bit, my call, if they, go, if they go up one or two more times the interest rates, then you will get a reduction before the end of the year. That's, uh, that's my call because what they do is they do stupid shit by go too far and then have to adjust it quickly, right? I think that would be the dumbest thing to do. Uh, it would really mess with the psychology of the market. Um, however, doesn't mean that they don't do dumb shit. They do dumb shit all the time. Um, my call, if it goes, if they don't put the interest rates up, we won't see a rate reduction until maybe mid next year. That's that's my call. And uh, listen, interest rates in in reality are not expensive. Uh, I did a I had a look at one of my presentations from 2019, and uh, we were celebrating that interest rates were five and a half percent. Like yay, <laughs> love us. We've seen in a decade. Anyway, there you go. All right. It was a bit rambling today, but hopefully that made sense. Are we seeing the signs of the market turn? You can't hear. Is my um, could be you, my friend. Um, I think uh, everyone else can hear. Anyway, there you go. All right, that's it. Are we seeing the signs of the market turn? Early signs, yes. Uh, jump on SQM Research and keep an eye on the weekly asking data. Um, weekly asking data turns into sales data. Sales and letting data turns into actual data that goes into a database. That actual information that goes into a database goes into charts and then people get behind it. Anyway, there you go. All right, folks, that's it. I'm just rabbiting on now. Wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted. Join me tomorrow for another one. If you're up for it, let me know. If you, uh, if you have any questions, thoughts about what you'd like, uh, us to talk about, then uh, give us a shout out. Other than that, folks, that's it from me. Um, join me tomorrow, like I said, for another one. Till then, you guys take care. Remember, 
This thing's a marathon, not a sprint. It takes time. See you, folks. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.